Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy, the conversation is starting now. Hey, welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, and today we have a sweet treat for you, Lainey Savanti Walken from the Food Healing Oracle Deck, which is now the Center for Intuitive Food Therapy, is joining us. And basically, the conversation that we are going to have is really going to help you see the spiritual connection and the food that you are eating and how you can usually use food to go ahead and raise up your vibration so that you can connect to your spirit guides, past loved ones, and angels. And in case you don't know, Lainey and the Center for Intuitive Food Therapy is actually the sponsor of the Coffee and Cards Club for this month. So we're so grateful to her. So if you want to win one of her card decks, actually the second one, which is the second helpings deck, then go ahead and make sure that you are part of the club. The link will be in the show notes and it is still for now, just $7 to join the club. And we also have the Oracle 101 course that's included in the club. So you just get a whole bunch of goodies and you can check it out in the link, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And I just am so grateful that she and her business is actually sponsoring the Coffee and Cards Club. Now, if you don't know Lainey, it is, oh my gosh, she's going to be someone that just melts your heart, that becomes one of your spiritual besties. And so I just want to let you know a little bit about her. So first off, she's the co-author of the Food Healing Oracle deck, and also now the Second Helpings deck. And she also has her own smoothie deck as well. And she has been a lifelong foodie, and she has worked early on with some of the top vegetarian kitchens for A-listers such as Michael Jackson, Barbara Streisand, El Pacino, James freaking Cameron, Michael J. Fox, and also Sikh guru Yogi Bhajan. Like, is your mind not blown right now? And so she also has a bachelor's of science degree in food science, nutrition, and dietetics from California State University. Wow. But it's not just that. So she knows her stuff when it comes to food, but she is also a fourth generation intuitive and has been providing Oracle and tarot card readings her whole freaking life. In fact, in this conversation too, she just talks a little bit about her family and her, I think it was just that her grandmother was one of the town psychics in Russia. Like that is just so amazing. And she is also an advanced theta healer, okay? And she combines her energy healing and oracle readings in her private sessions to unlock some conscious beliefs and discovers the areas of stagnation to allow greater flow and health for your mind, body, and spirit. Oh my gosh, I could just go on and on and on with how amazing that she is. But you know what? Don't take my word for it. Let's just dive into the conversation right now and just soak up all the wisdom and the high vibration of Eleni. Hey, Lainey, welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. So happy that you are here. Oh, yes. Feeling spiritual AF today. 
yes. So excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> it is always such a good time talking to you. And man, I think that we really have to start off first with the changes that have been made to the Food Healing Oracle deck. So I'm going to put all of the links to like all of your goodness, all of the decks, the previous times that we've been together and powwowed over this amazing deck. But tell us what it was and then what you have created now with this deck. Okay. How am I going to do that in a nutshell? But here's <laughs> what I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. So I got pretty blessed earlier this year. And I was asked to be part of a collective of 25 healers who all had unique modalities. And the majority of them, in fact, I'm one of only a couple Americans, are all out of Europe, in Bali, in Australia, in Asia. And there's some real powerhouses. In fact, in this book, and it's coming out in June, it's called the Energy Healers Oracle. I haven't even heard of it. And in any case, what happened is that I had to create a modality or explain a modality that did not include them having to go off and buy a tool, which would have been the deck. So I really had to rethink all my teachings and how we convey conscious awakening or conscious eating for high vibrational wellness. And, you know, we created the food healing Oracle decks, the first two, and we created a smoothie book and these teachings about how to eat according to mother nature were put into an Oracle deck. They could have been put into a book. They could have been put into so many different, different platforms but that's how spirit wanted us to do it. And that's how we did it. And the rest is sort of history there. But in any case, it goes a little bit even more beyond the decks because those are teachings using cards, but there's some higher teachings. And so, as you know, in the certification classes, we go deeper into the chakras and deeper into elements and sacred geometry and vibrational frequencies. In any case, it all wrapped up. It turned into what is now recognized officially as intuitive food therapy and intuitive food therapy clearly recognizes all of us who are intuitive, learning to be intuitive, tapping into what's already been divinely given to us, food that we need to feed the body temple and nourish ourselves. And then therapy is creating that element of wellness and healing. And so everyone could understand intuitive food therapy and not everyone was understanding Oracle. In fact, people don't even understand Oracle versus tarot versus <laughs> what is an Oracle, right? It's just sometimes so hard to explain to someone. And yet we're trying to teach them how to match up who they are with what their body's calling for. And not all the time when you say food use, I'm a food healing Oracle deck certified reader that was getting across. But when you can say, yeah, I, I employ or I invoke or I embody intuitive food therapy the way I eat so I can open up my third eye, so I can open up my heart, took on a whole nother level. So we now have created, I'm now the founder of the Center for Intuitive Food Therapy, and it's a whole next level way of, yes, we'll incorporate some trainings using the Food Healing Oracle deck, but it's going to be a lot more. It's going to be other books, other teachings, other classes because we want everybody to realize that this body that you're in is so sacred and it's housing our soul. And in order to fortify it, nourish it, open it, work together, we have to be looking at what we're putting in it. And so that's sort of my platform on a much grander scale. That's the best I could do in a short amount of time. <laughs> Girlfriend, there is so much to unpack from there, but I think that you did such a good job. And I think that 
when you said right now that the body is housing your soul, I got like a little bit emotional over that. And I think because I think that you understand this concept too, is that when you are just like so spiritual, you just want to live in the clouds and you just want to be engulfed by spirit and everything else. I don't know about you, but sometimes, and maybe you've overcome this, I feel resentful of my body. It's like, oh, I don't want this thing. I don't want to have to take care of it and everything else. It's so much work. But then when you put it that way, all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, my soul resides here and maybe I want to eat the foods that are good for it and maybe stop eating the foods that are bad for it. Not because I want to feel better or I'm going to be skinnier or whatever it is. It's because my remarkable, amazing soul, this is its home. Oh my goodness. Now I got chills on you giving me chills and getting you like, I mean, ah! (laughs) yes. And think about it. Really. All of us are using oracle cards or oracle decks or meditating or praying or doing spiritual af no matter whatever you're working on and that is to greater sense of peace and the connection and understanding and relationship with the divine and relationship with the angels and those who've crossed over all of those are higher realm abilities that people are seeking so you can only do that in a high vibrational state. You know, as a psychic medium, in order to really kind of hear the other side, your loved ones come in, you have to be in a higher vibrational state to be able to receive. And when you're so in those lower vibrational state, there's actually vibrational scales that mark those numbers. So Abraham Hicks talks about they have their own scale. Dr. David Hawkins has a scale. And really like when we're living in grief and anger and jealousy and rage, let's just say those are all in the hundreds. Well, Buddha and Gandhi and, you know, these high vibrational beings are all in like the 800, 900, a thousand. So big difference. And we can actually take ourselves actively and raise our vibration by what we put in the body. So if you want to have all these things that you're searching for, It has to start off with the vibrational frequencies and raising that. And one of them, main one is the food, how we're fueling the body that's housing the soul. (laughs) And I have a quick question. What would you guesstimate that most people vibrate now on the scale? Do you have maybe a number that you would guess that maybe we are operating at? Honestly, everyone's different. But the first thing that came to me when you said that is three to 400 three to 400. Okay. And then you're saying that we can actually do raise our vibration up, right. To a higher number, if you will, on the scale in a variety of different ways. But one of the main ways is going to be by the food that we consume. Absolutely. So here off air, we were talking about chocolate indulgence and all the beautiful meanings. So really I could have said cacao, but when you talk about high vibrational foods, you got to look at foods that are so good for you on all epic levels and chocolate has or dark chocolate or even if you go to cacao has one the most powerful array of antioxidants and there's a reason that the shamans are using it in ceremony across the planet whether it's the peruvians or the uh, i mean you know i did a shaman ceremony at the base of this pyramid in tikal don hermana the oldest living mayan shaman And we did a a whole ceremony and of course, chocolate was there. So when you look at these sacred foods, these that come from the mother and we embody that, in fact, in Costa Rica, when we go on our retreat 
in February, we are going to be doing with Costa Rican Shaman, a three hour cacao ceremony, just in reverence to the vibrational energies and healing properties and the connection to the divine. So there's something to be said about certain foods versus a food that you bought in a package that you microwave and that has a shelf life of 20 years because it's filled with preservatives that you can't even pronounce. That's not a vibrational match. If you're trying to come into enlightenment, open that pineal gland, opening that intuitive ability that we all have, all of us, it's mm-hmm. not just you so amazing, me, whoever, all of us have that ability. I know you and I have always talked about how we pride ourselves in trying to teach people to do it for themselves. And yes. One of the main ways, right? Oh my gosh. It's so true. And I think that's a big part of my story that I leave out about when I opened up to my gifts and things like that. I had seizures, but ended up the seizures did help me. And I started meditating. But another thing that happened was my diet completely changed. And when I was getting really sick because of seizures, I was in and out of the hospital all the time. I remember my husband would cut up vegetables for me and he would keep them right there. And it would take me three hours to eat maybe three slices of cucumber, a couple pieces a pepper. And he'd be like, Con, you just have to eat this. And I grew up not eating vegetables at all. There was never vegetables in our house, anything. But what I ended up doing was I kept on going down my spiritual journey and it led me to food and it led me to changing food. And so then all of a sudden I went on a juice fast. And so it was so funny because most of the vegetables that I even eat now, I never ate them at first. I juiced them. And so all of a sudden I learned the power of food. And of course I stopped my juice fast. I started eating more whole foods and all of of a sudden I was able to stop my seizures, going ahead, stopping my medication. And then here's the funny thing. I think that you know this, but my seizures were never actually seizures. I just found that out a few months ago. They were actually cataplexy attacks caused by narcolepsy. So now I am like, oh my gosh, the food helped me cure or help heal my narcolepsy so I could stop having cataplexy attacks because the cataplexy attacks were actually the seizures. It's just that my cataplexy attacks were so severe. They looked, they were grand mal seizures. And I'm just like, my mind is blown because then that's when I started opening up to my abilities. It was after I meditated and got my food. And now it's like hilarious. Like I eat vegetables every day. So I don't even know what to say. There's so many things to talk about. That was so packed with information, but I just pulled a card to just see what all that was around. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh my God. Chocolate. Indulgence. Literally. So I don't, there's so much I can interpret. You're like speechless right now. I can hear it. You're like, wait a second. This is so cool. We just talked about chocolate. And then before we even came on here, you pulled that card for me. It is coming up again. And I'm going to be honest, Saturday, I allow myself to be a little more loosey goosey with some of my food. And I had some chocolate today and it was freaking amazing. And I loved it. So I think that it's also not about being perfect, but it's definitely about knowing It's so about knowing that's the whole idea is to know when it's okay to indulge and it's okay to transmute and it's okay to kind of go back into, okay, cool. I had my moment. It was great. And doing it without guilt, doing it without all the preconceived judgments that we place on ourselves and society places on ourselves. I know it's so bad, but I'm doing it anyways, because then you go into some part of some psychological talk about crazy shame when you start saying, oh, I know I'm doing this. This is bad. Like you're already telling your body that it's like effing just Mm -hmm. eat it, drink it. Because I had a chocolate milk in my smoothie the other day. Someone gave me this really cool 
drink and it was, and I gave it a shot and I loved it. But in any case, have the chocolate. Like last night, I just had it and I don't even think twice about it. I just say, you know what? I'm so in gratitude that I can indulge right now because tomorrow morning I'll probably just go back to having a standard routine of X, Y, and Z. So yeah. yeah. But when you, when you were talking before about how your husband used to cut up little pieces of cucumber, in my mind, I don't know if you were actually using that verbatim or as an example, but of course, cucumbers are balance card. And here you're bringing your body into balance and see spirit. You know, and it was true. Yeah. You know, maybe he like subconsciously did that. And then also peppers are inspiration. And yeah. so it's just like inspiring me to have balance and to like keep going. And anytime that I get sick too, I always um, turn back to food and it always helps me out. And in fact, I can tell in my readings when I've been eating a little bit more crappier <laughs> than, you know, versus a little more healthier. And the way that I always see it is we are living beings. We're living, we have chi, we have prana. And so often Oftentimes we eat dead food, processed food, animals that are dead, everything that's dead. And I try inner to aisle food. I call it inner aisle. <laughs> inner aisle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Inner yeah. aisle foods. And we talk about that too, but I'm like, what are you putting in your body? Are you putting in living things? Or are you putting in things that are dead? Like those microwavable foods and stuff like that. What are you feeding your energy? Because you're not feeding it living stuff. But yeah, the inner aisle food. So I think everybody's heard this maybe, but just tell us just so that we can hear it again. Well, I call it inner aisle foods because when you think about going into a grocery store, the produce sections, the foods that are live, well, not to say now you're talking about foods that are dead, but foods <laughs> that have bioavailability and have consciousness are foods that are going to be in those produce sections or things that are refrigerated, not in the inner aisle that are living off stabilizers and preservatives that are man-made and in these labs. I mean, here I am kind of think, laughing because I got a degree a gazillion years ago in food science, dietetics and nutrition. So I worked like in a food chemistry lab during college. And I used to go visit all these big, I can't say their names, but big companies, and they would have us test their foods. And we would actually do a food analysis of what was in them. And my God, it was just shocking even back then. But as a food scientist and working in labs, there is way more that I mean, people spend so much time putting a billion ingredients for the mere factor of it lasting. So financial versus health conscious, because those aren't really sustaining the body recognizes it as gook. And I go back to my mom's famous saying that I wrote in this upcoming book, because you had to tell a story in that book of who you are. It's kind of like a mini memoir than your modality or your tool. And she always said, more than three, leave it be. And I used to lose my mind when she would say that as a kid, because here all my friends were eating all the fun crap food. I wanted all of it. And she would be looking at that label. She's, oh, no, no, more than three. Leave it be. If there's more three on the label, we're not putting it on the table. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> I mean, God. I swear to God. And I used to hate, like, resent it. And then here, and then it wasn't until, I think I've told this story a few times. But in any case, I come from a fourth generation intuitive family. So my mom was an animal healer. My grandmother didn't use it as much, but she was just more intuitive, always kind of having premonitions, it feels like. Oh, and wow. then my great grandmother was like the town psychic in Russia. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I come 
I'm watching one of my daughters. Well, both are intuitive, but one particularly has the gift. But when I was younger, my mom was hanging around these, you know, she's total hippie, hung around all these metaphysical stores. And she got a reading and someone looked down and said, you know, your daughter died of food poisoning in a past life. And I was like, what? And then later on, it wasn't only actually maybe last year that I went and saw somebody else. And she goes, oh, honey, a really renowned someone I respected her. She goes, oh, honey, you didn't just die in one life. You died in multiple lives of food poisoning. She goes, but you're actually balancing all that and completing the cycle in this one. I'm like, yeah, I would think so. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. like, that then, is insane. Right. So then I get the most coveted job that one could want. I'm in delivering food one day in Beverly Hills for like a gourmet. This is before this is right decades ago where that was a new concept to think of the grub hubs or the, you know, all the people who deliver foods. But there was one in Beverly Hills and I was doing it part time in college and I ended up getting a job. I ended up delivering the food to she was Michael Jackson's chef of like 30 years. In any case, we got to talking because the next place I had to go to was at the end of her block. So I had like 20 minutes to kill and make a long story short. She hired me and I did deliver food, but I did a whole lot more as the years went on and worked with all of the top celebrities, ever anyone you can think of. But I learned not so much what celebrities eat. That's besides the point. What, <laughs> what I learned is who was choosing what foods and why. And okay. Okay. You have got to, okay. Number I can't one, feel those beans. Cause I'm so sacredly confidential, but what I can say, what were you going to ask? Okay. No, no. Yeah. I was going to say, okay, first off, you're not going to tell me what celebrities eat, but first off, do they have a tendency of going more healthier or what? Well, yeah, absolutely. The ones that we were working for and I worked for quite a few of them, but she, I, was you don't working. have to give away personal yeah, information. How saying, we, would... we did vegetarian and vegan cuisine. And back in that day, that was kind of unique, but to be that good and to be that renowned, that was pretty exciting. But what I did learn in that is that here I was all food science by day in school, nutrition, dietetics, the Krebs cycle and food chemistry, blah, 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 and physiology. And then when I was working, I was learning about vibration and frequency and chakras and food pairings and color therapy. And this was decades ago where I was learning that if you get in an argument, you don't have that argument over the food because there's a vibrational disconnect and that you need to clear the food and pray over the food and raise its vibration so it can go in and you can feel that when you're eating. And I learned like, wow, how amazing. We all went outside to clear the energy. So the food would always be at its most premium for the clients. And I learned so much more, but then I just kind of, as time went on and got more into food healing, I realized all of it matters. And then, so it would make sense 35 years later that spirit, let's just take all of your talents and gifts and put it together. And let's create some new ways of getting people to know how to, because we're at a time on the planet where everyone's shifting and we're hoping for the better, but we're all awakening in exponential ways. So this is that time on that planet where it's okay, use your skills and help humanity ascend with greater consciousness in the body. My friend calls it Mitsu. I always think that's so crazy when she says that, but part of me laughs. Oh, she goes, we got to protect the Mitsu. It cracks me up every time I say that. But at the end of the day, it's not just a meat suit. It's just, to me, it's the sovereign temple that needs care. 
so true. And you, I was just writing down so many notes because I have so many questions about what you said, because just everything that you're saying is just gold coming out of your mouth right now. That's how I feel. But I do have, I want to start from the beginning of my questions and then carry on because I feel like I interrupted you. We have to go back first about the people we were talking about the celebrities. And I feel like I interrupted you when you said something along the lines of that you noticed what they ate was kind of like what they needed at the time or something along those lines. Like you could. Yeah. No, I mean, I would notice that if they had where they were at in their creative process, what foods that they would be drawn to, if they were feeling down and heavy, or they were getting ready to tour, I could just see what they needed. And they don't, I don't think they even knew. And I obviously did not back then other than I noticed that, oh, yeah, they would go towards the beet and carrot casserole feeling they probably need a detox of some kind because beets are so cleaning of the blood and carrots are like, I would just notice if we had a menu of five things who would choose what I would I would always oh that's so interesting everyone's choosing the risotto today with mushrooms or whatever it was but I would start to figure out what was going on and mostly because I then go read it in the newspaper like so-and-so is doing this I'm like oh interesting <laughs> and then I, so kind of, I would just kind of tuck it in my oh good to know and then yes. here it is later words start to take on a meaning of what foods and words say to each other. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, wow. I remember back in the day, we were making things with carrots, which is our empowerment card. You have no idea. I was just thinking about carrots because you pulled the carrot card three times for me before this. As you were talking, I'm like, wow, everybody can really see or or get their own message of what they're going through internally by figuring out, okay, what foods am I drawn to? What's literally on my plate right now? And then taking your card deck, looking inside and being, yes, and that was me. Carrots have been on my plate for the last few days. Almost every meal I've been eating freaking carrots and I'm usually not a carrot person. And so now as soon as you just brought up carrots, I'm like, my mind is full. I mean, that is absolutely crazy because I put my hand on the deck in three times I got that for you and so three now, is my number girlfriend yeah oh okay cool well then well here now I got to read the card can I read from the deck yeah, for sure Why, ahead, yes what does carrots mean because now I'm sure everyone wants to know besides you and me I, that we do know but I'm going to screen carrots carrots comes in to help you see who you truly are and how much power you contain in your mind body and spirit your body becomes more empowered with good nutrition your mind and emotions become more empowered by positive thinking And your spirit becomes more empowered when you recognize that you are a divine being of light. You don't have to do life alone. Don't look anywhere else for your empowerment. It's there right inside of you. You are a powerhouse of energy, have overcome adversity, endured tough struggles in the past, and learned from those lessons. Through those experiences, you become more empowered on how to navigate life moving forward. Don't forget where you came from and who you are. Pull yourself up from the ground, stand up straight, and own it. Now you made me cry. <laughs> and especially at the end, because you're talking about overcoming adversity and stuff. And for some reason, I'm getting a lot of signs from my mom. Even today, I got drawn to this Oracle card deck, and I have to buy it. And I go to buy it, and it's actually written by an Ellen. And that's my mom's name. And I was oh, my gosh. So, Oh, my gosh, girl. <laughs> and I just love it. And I tell people all the time, too, if you're getting emotional, over something that that tells you something like in your heart and in your soul. So thank you so much for saying that. And I'm sorry that I'm crying, but it was no, just such a God, don't be sorry. I'm just so glad we had this moment because I mean, one time, cool, two time, but 
you get the carrot three times. <laughs> and then, I mean, and you always represent the collective, I know. And so sharing whoever sees us. And, you know, I had a client, honestly, she was going through a very rough breakup. And I saw her every week. And I'm telling you, out of eight weeks, I think seven, she pulled carrots. It was like, wow. She's like, I think I need a, I need a wall hanging of this. She was making carrot smoothies. In fact, I have carrots. Oh my God. My smoothie this morning as we speak is carrot juice. Oh my God. I just put that together. It was avocado healing and carrots and a little bit of orange juice. So empowerment, sunshine and healing in my drink as we speak. That's so And I think that's a great point too, because it's definitely not just a message for me. It's for other people hearing it. So if you are listening right now, like, oh my gosh, this is the probably a message for you, especially if you feel in your heart. And so maybe you have carrots on your plate or maybe some carrots will help you. <laughs> so she was making Sinclair. She goes, I'm making mashed carrots. I was like, just keep doing it because why? What we want to teach is that you may pull the carrot card. Does that mean you have to eat it? Well, you'll test your intuition because not every time it means you got to run out and eat the food, but a good amount of it is because when we are feeling energy in sort of these other realms, the etheric realm, the astral realm, and we want to anchor in empowerment, which is the carrots card, we want to anchor it into the physical. So yeah, we want to actually bring that food and that frequency of empowerment into our body. And when you think about a lot of great teachers out there, but Dr. Emoto is one of our favorites. And Dr. Emoto is who since passed, but wrote an incredible book about the frequency of words on water. And that was able to look under a microscope and determine that when you say, I love you, you had a beautiful snowflake that had the most gorgeous crystalline structure. And then you look under the microscope with the words, I hate you. And they were completely distorted. So if you can put frequencies on water based on words and food is mostly made out of water, (laughs) wouldn't it stand to reason that we can actually put words on foods and also change the crystalline structure? Give it a go. Or eat the beets. Beets is our grounding card. And so it's, wow, I'm empowering myself to ground in this moment or whatever it is. That's what kind of the beat and carrots was. So when someone is feeling ungrounded and stressed, getting back to that celebrity, beaten carrots. Yeah, of course they were gravitating towards that. They needed to anchor in feeling ready to whatever, do their movie, go on tour, get on stage. It's so like your body knows. It's yeah, like it's so here it is all these decades later, assigning words to foods that I saw. Yes. It's so cool, (laughs) isn't it? And you kind of were touching on my other questions too, but because you're talking about the words and stuff. So praying over our food that will help us increase the vibration of the food that we are going to eat, set an intention perhaps. Yeah, I think so. A hundred percent. I mean, when we pray in general, that's the idea just about anything, but when we're actually, you don't have to be a Reiki master, but when you can actually just hover your hands with intention that Thank you. Just say you eat meat and there's no judgment to what anybody eats. That's not this conversation. 
But what I'm just saying is, thank you for sacrificing your life or thank you for being there. Then now this is providing sustenance for my family or thank you plant for growing so beautifully in the sunshine that now you can nourish me and I can nourish others. Or just thank you for this food, God, that you provide sustenance and abundance in my life that I'm affording to be able to be feeding my family, whatever, or thank you for this food. Amen. Whatever it is, you're creating positive energy around that food that you can actually kind of transmute the vibration to, I always say, match this vibration to my own scale. I always just say it. So it matches me. And there was a two or three, I think four. Anyways, there was this whole series of books about this nature spirit, Anastasia, Russian nature spirit. And she was indicating that the divine wants you to have as close to who your body is. And so for instance, if you have do your own gardening, I know it sounds silly, but I do it. I've done it. And I just recently did it again with my current garden, which is off the charts. Well, you should follow some of my pictures, but in any case, if you spit your saliva or your family, let's just say there's a family of four. We did this, my husband and I, and our two daughters, we spit on all the seeds before we put them into the ground. And we were saying, let this food grow to metabolically match the four of this household. And literally you're eating foods that's grown with the intention of serving you versus food that was imported from 10,000 miles away and imported and how long it took to get there and grown on different soil. You can actually create that within yourself. So the whole idea is to match frequencies. However, oh you can the best you can. And that's what we want to teach at the Center for Intuitive Food Therapy. All the little tricks. <laughs> oh my gosh, I totally love it. And I actually have a good little tip too. Kind of goes back a little bit what we were saying though, um, because you're like being grateful for what you're eating, no matter what you're eating and setting that intention. And one thing that I found that helps me to eat my vegetables, especially like the ones that are going bad or whatever, instead of like throwing them out, I always think to myself, this food, this tomato, this onion, whatever it is, it needs to fulfill its life purpose. (laughs) And I don't want it to have to go in the trash without fulfilling its life purpose. So that's what stops me. I think it's usually Saturday, Sundays is when I'll clean out my fridge for the week. And then I usually start just juicing all of them that's left over. If I didn't do it, I know that my brother-in-law, he gave me an idea too. like, he'll throw out in the wilderness, some of his bad food. That's not quite bad, but a lot the animals to have it out there. He kind of lives a little bit in the country area, but I was like, yes, our food needs to live its life purpose. And it needs, it has beautiful energy that it could feed to my body or animal's body. And I thought that was really cute. (laughs) I love that. In fact, I totally agree with it. And I kind of live out in the country or live on a remote Island in the jungle here. And every day if it's just done, it's okay, well, let's just give it to all the beautiful animals out there. And I mean, there's rabbits and opossums and raccoons and, well, we actually have peacocks, but I don't think they're eating this food. Uh, But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just so cute because I throw it all out there and then it's almost like, I don't know why every time, but I feel like Glenda the Good Witch because I, you know, in Wizard of Oz when she's like, I'm out, come out wherever you are. I like wait to see which animals are going to go to the different foods. And so I'm like, it just continues the joy. Talk about raising vibration. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you can answer these as quick as you want or however, because I have a couple of questions regarding with the food and the intuitive development and psychic connection and all that jazz. And so the best, the most high vibrating food, if you had to like choose maybe one or two of them that we can use to 
enhance mango, our spiritual connection. Uh, I would say mangoes and chocolate. Ah, okay, or chocolate covered mangoes. Wow. Let's think of something creative. <laughs> that is freaking amazing. You can get right. dried mangoes. Oh my God. And then dip them in chocolate, then dark chocolate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 What about, you ever hear that term, your blocked third eye? A lot of people talk about that. So what is your thoughts or we, and, and what food do you think we could use? That is such a good story to tell you about Ooh. our intuition card. So do you have our second deck handy? I know this is trying to be quick. but I anyway. don't, but I have the app. <laughs> oh, look at you. We do have an app. So our intuition card is the Blue Lotus. Take a look at this. And they, can, they have the deck. And it was so interesting because when we were developing, we had 59. We had number 60 was the word intuition. And we're like, oh, my God, what's going to be intuition? It's got to be something significant. Because it can't just be, okay, let's just go with cantaloupe. Well, not that I dislike cantaloupe or like cantaloupe, but it has to be sort of this holy grail of all things because intuition is everything that our deck's about. So anyways, I did some research and I discovered that blue lotus tea, it's an herb and in a flower and put all together makes this tea. And it's specifically its use is to open up the third eye in the pineal gland. And I decided, it said, oh, the blue lotus tea helps the third eye intuition, helps develop your intuition. I was like, that is ridiculous. So hence intuition card for the second helpings deck is blue lotus. (laughs) This is a great news for us because now we can have some blue lotus tea while we're eating our mangoes with chocolate. This is not a boring salad that you were putting together here. (laughs) Well, true. And I will tell you that I um, found my favorite blue lotus tea and we are now going to carry it in about a couple weeks. I don't know when this is when this podcast is, but check back at foodhealingdeck.com because we are about to carry my favorite blue lotus tea and it'll be in stock and you can order it and it will be delicious and you will open up your third eye and see what happens. I mean, it really does. I was starting to drink it before I was doing my sessions, my private sessions with clients. I was like, oh my God, I'm addicted to this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I cannot wait. I'm definitely going to be in line for that for sure. It's going to be out. You'll see an announcement in our newsletter or on our website, but in any case, I will make no, like we now have it. (laughs) Oh my God. And I just want to ask overall the best food or a food that you always eat that just encompasses everything, body, mind, spirit. If we were to put that one food on the plate, do you know what you would choose? Avocado. (gasps) Excuse my language. I am an (laughs) AF. I love freaking avocado. So yes. Yes. I mean, that is our healing card with reason. I just think avocado is seriously God's gift to the world. It has so much going for it. It's got the delicious meat. It's used a bunch of different ways. There's you can blend it. You can, you know, you know, ways you can use avocado. You can pulverize the seed, which has over 150 phytochemicals alone. That's like the federal reserve Fort Knox of medicine, natural medicine. And so Yeah, I just think that avocado is like it helps with weight loss. It helps. It provides the brain fat that you need and the oils for the body. It's just got it all going on, all going on for avocado. Oh, and so thank you so much. I'm like really freaking excited because I eat avocado like every day. I freaking love it. I don't, I just love it. 
But now, perfect segue, because you said it has a lot going on with it. And so that was my next question for you. You have a lot of stuff going on with this new thing, with the not the Food Healing Oracle deck, but the, the whole new business. Center, yes. so what are you offering? What's going on, just in case people want to jump on board? Oh my gosh. Well, we're in the middle of lots of different things. One is I'm writing a new book. I have that other book coming out. So the center eventually is going to have a new website and on there will be sort of a membership. So you can join, the, be a member of the Alliance and you'll be able to work with all the different classes we're teaching on a myriad of things. One of my latest passions is how to live longest after interviewing Blue Zone centurions, people who've lived long. There'll be a class on Blue Zone longevity. There's just going to be a lot of new courses. You'll be able to talk to meet a lot of our certified Formerly Food Healing Oracle Deck certified readers are now IFT level one and twos. Uh, that's intuitive food therapists. And then you'll be able to click on their names, see their skill sets, see all the different gifts, because many of you have lots of gifts. Uh, and there'll be classes, uh, studies, researches. It's just going to be an absolute center hub of all things you can do to learn how to house the body better to enlighten the soul. And just in case I, so everyone knows I am a level one, I'm about to be level two here soon. I will put yeah. the links and the show notes too, because I'm totally obsessed with this, completely loves this because this doesn't just help out with spirituality, but also helps you with your body. It helps you out with everything. And I also want to say with this new concept, it really helps people see it not so woohoo. So if you've been on the fence about like a card deck or moving forward, because I know you also have a lot of like doctors and nurses and things like that, that are now oh, yeah. really on board with this intuitive food therapist. Yeah. Concept. Lately, it's just been astounding. I think there's something to say about name recognition that creates safety and creates clarity, blueberry and understanding. And I think everyone could put their head around it. And I know full well when they're saying you need to eat more onions. And I know a doctor that does that, or you need to maybe consider more greens. There's some vitamin K issues. They are already their doctors are prescribing or they're recommending foods. And so now they're really wanting to go more into seeing the connection of, wow, I'm telling them to eat spinach and there's more to it than just the metabolics, you know, spinach provides strength and iron. And, and so I just think that we're attracting more of the Western community and the medical community because the time has come even for themselves to even see how are they staying healthy? How can they be that role model for others? And I think life coaches, health coaches, personal trainers, and even readers of all kinds. And I know that we, this whole conversation has been about food, food to food. The beauty of this deck is yes, it attunes exactly what your body needs. What does my body need right now? How do I feed my chakras? How can I eat according to nature's five elements? I'm feeling angry and I have a lot of fire. I need to cool things down. What foods will do that from the water element? And so there is that. And the decks themselves, and again, we're going more above just not the decks. We have other classes but also serve to answer any question as an Oracle deck would do. You can ask, should I move to the Isles of Trinidad? Should I buy the car yes. on the trip? You can actually, the retreat, yes. you can ask it anything in addition because it still has the character. At least the decks have the character of food, a mermaid or a dolphin or a spirit animal. 
but these are just so supercharged and attuned to be able to bring in how to house your body in the most delicious way. <laughs> yes. And I love that you brought that up too, because I've done events with the food healing Oracle deck connecting with the past loved ones on the other side. And so it's like, yeah, it's not just about food and whether or not you should have it on your plate. There's this whole entire spiritual concept that's mind boggling, to be honest. <laughs> mind boggling. I just interviewed Tara Noe and she also is a renowned psychic medium, Hay House author and beyond words. And she just got the decks in the mail and she just said, Oh my God, I am blown away. And that was just so cool. She channels Wayne Dyer for the Wayne Dyer family. Oh my God. Let's just talk about her gifts. Astounding. Oh my God. She, I mean, I have an interview with her. I don't know when this is just check back on our nurse, your soul show. You will love her interview and the things that we talked she about her whole story with Wayne Dyer. She just, I mean, she had so much. I just could have sat there for hours, but she's a vegan and she's an animal rights person. And we just, she just loves the decks. So oh my gosh. that was pretty cool. But yeah, using it for higher realm and yeah, connection. For sure. And I... I already did announce this at the beginning of the podcast, but I just want to remind everybody too that Lainey and the Food Healing Oracle Deck, they are the sponsors of the Coffee and Cards Club for this month. So I'm so happy and grateful too, because if you want to win a card deck, then make sure that you're part of the club because you can win a card deck if you are the winner of one of our challenges this month. So I just wanted to thank you so much for sponsoring the club and to offering your goodness and your goodies to us. My pleasure. <laughs> my absolute pleasure. I want to jump into the club at some point. I just, you know, oh my God, just trying to keep up. Yeah. Three books in the works. And anyways, I will be there. I, yes. want, to, I want to see the crew. <laughs> yes. And if everybody wants to reach out to you, if they want to keep in touch, they want to get on the Laney crazy train, right? Where can they find you? I would say right now, go to foodhealingdeck.com. We do have a newsletter that always tells you what nourishing events or news we got coming on. I think you can do all that from foodhealingdeck.com. Eventually we'll have a center for intuitivefoodtherapy.com. But for now, foodhealingdeck.com. You want to reach out to me directly. You could do hello at foodhealingdeck.com. Ooh, but you also have the Nourished Wisdom Show on Mondays. Oh, well, yes. So we have the monthly one I do. It's called the Nourish Your Soul Show. And I do it every week except the fourth week it goes global and that is on the healthylife.net network. And it's amazing. It's in 135 countries, Heather. It's crazy. She says there's hundreds of thousands of people that listen to it, but each week, cause I just once a month was not enough, but we do on Facebook and YouTube. But if you go to our Facebook page, nourish your soul show or the YouTube channel, you could subscribe there. Then we will have weekly guests and Every week is great. And then our monthlies is generally probably more of a celebrity icon that has been in the industry a while. And everyone else is merging and becoming iconic in my book. They're on the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I will make sure that I have all those links in the show notes as well for you. So you can check them out. And Lainey, I just want to say thank you so much. It has been like a delicious conversation. Indeed. And it's always so much fun hanging with you. And thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom with us. My pleasure. Thank you for all you do. I just love you to bits. I love you spiritually AF. (laughs) Love you spiritually AF. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. 
You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.